Welcome to the Empowering Choices Parenting Podcast. My name is Joshua. I am Lucas. And I'm Eric. Lucas and Eric are licensed professional counselors, and today we're talking about boogeyman parenting. <laughs> You're like really trying to like, I don't know, put a voice up, into that or something? The, yeah. Boogeyman parenting. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like a movie that's coming out or something. Uh, well, it, literally... <laughs> In 2023, uh-huh. they released a film called Boogeyman based oh. on a short story by Stephen King. There you go. When we were, when we were looking up information for this podcast, I typed in Boogeyman yeah. just to kind of see what I would get. And of course, you get like the, the hot media, like, oh, movie, right. Right. which I don't... I, had you even heard that that film was coming out before we looked up that, those Not search results? Not the new one, but there's other films in the past that kind that of have the Boogeyman, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, one of the interesting things that I found when I was looking up Boogeyman is it's like almost explicitly like the topic we're talking about is it's the phrase that is used by parents to scare their children into good behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a mythical creature that has like any other connotation. It's like for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's like the thing that Boogeyman parenting would be of like, yeah, if you don't, what, is, what would it be if like, you know, if you don't eat your vegetables, Krampus is going to eat you? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think Krampus was more if you are are doing well as a child, Santa Claus will come and bring you presents. If you didn't do well as a child, Krampus will come and take you away. I think that's what I said. No, you said if you don't eat your vegetables. Yes, that was just a specific of the generalization yeah. that you just went to. Uh, no, not really. But it, it, it's been there. So the boogeyman, you know, has been kind of a, a part of parenting... Um, Options, I should say. Options. (laughs) You know, uh, for centuries, you know, in lots of different cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't act a certain way, bad things will happen. And I think we found there was some other cultural kind of variations on it. And one of them that surprised me was apparently there's a boogeyman variation that actually like is helpful and protective to the children who do good things. Um, so like that kind of Santa Claus Krampus example of like, there's, there's a boogeyman that like, if you do good, then it will be like helpful and protective. It's a jolly man watching. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's quite it's, it, but it's close. not quite it, but it, it didn't it also, you know, if your parents didn't do well parenting you, the boogeyman would come and defend you against your parents. So the boogeyman in the Stephen King film has some of that. Um, So in the film or in the short story, the boogeyman comes as a result of like parental neglect and abuse. Mm -hmm. It's like a personification of that. Um, So... But it doesn't protect the children, I don't think. I think it is a bad thing all around, but it is like a personification of like parental neglect in the Stephen King. The short story, as is frequently true, the short story is not the same as the film. Right. Um, they did yeah. not They did not uh, make those completely jive together. Well, I guess maybe we should jump in and go, what's wrong with boogeyman parenting? I think that's why we originally put this yeah, on our list, exactly. right? Exactly. Because like, it's not like, I think most of us know that it's a thing. But I mean, I think the the fundamental thing would be like scaring your children into good behavior is probably not a durable like character building exercise would be kind of my instinctual response to like why that's probably a bad idea. Well, and and also I was kind of thinking that, you know, you, you have this on the other side. So we, we use... Um, we use Santa Claus. Oh, sure. Right, right, right. As a part of Christmas. If you're good, if then. If you're good. Really, yeah. It's kind of two sides of the same coin. 
Right. And now I'm just going to give a moment here because I want to talk a little bit about the um, legitimacy of Santa Claus. So I'm just going to pause. No for a idea minute. where you're going to go with that, but keep going. Okay, just just in case there are any kids listening with you, and you may oh, not this want is a this is a, yeah. as a spoiler. Uh, so if you have just, children in the room, yep, turn this off now, or just kind of remove them from the room a little bit. Okay, all right. So <laughs> now, I when I first found out that Santa Claus wasn't a real thing, mm-hmm. I, I felt this kind of what do you mean it's not real? We put cookies out. We put right. milk out. Mm-hmm. We write letters. There are songs about him. Mm-hmm. What have there you been doing movies. to me all these years? What you know? One, who's eating the cookies? For one, <laughs> and, it's and, probably not oh, the dog. That's why they always need to be the ones my dad likes the most. <laughs> yeah. Dad right. knows yeah. what Santa Claus likes. The, it, mm-hmm. Exactly, and and you feel this kind of a. I felt this kind of a gut punch, like Oof. you lied to me, mm-hmm. type thing, because. As kids and as they're they're younger, they're going to believe a lot of what you say. Like we almost had fist fights in the neighborhood as to whose dad was toughest, mm-hmm. because you know our dads had all said they were toughest. Oh, good, mm-hmm. you know. And so you're 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 absolutely believing what it is that you're hearing mm-hmm. because that's your view of the world, and those are your parents. And how could it be wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, I know adults, um, even some teachers I had in high school who said that their ability to trust was completely destroyed when they found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. That's a real harsh impact on a child out of something that, from the way I understand it, lots of parents do that. We, they yes. tell children that 100% Santa Claus is real, and then they go through that experience like you did of like, you've been like, no, what? And my parents came back and said, um, we never actually said he was real. <laughs> we said, there is this tradition about Santa Claus that we work with and you hang stockings and, you know, and so they... They kind of played played in the middle. They had really thought through it, you know, as to, because it's like, you know, Santa, wink, wink. And as a kid, you're like, what's the winking about? Do you have something in your eye? Right. You weren't picking Um, up on it. No, it wasn't completely being picked up on. Um, And so they had done the best they could to be able to kind of, you know, cushion that impact a little bit. You said it felt like a gut punch. But it still felt like a gut punch. Yeah. It still feels like the one, the people in your life that you trust the most for everything are lying to you. You know, and so, you know, in boogeyman parenting. Right, I was going to say, take me to the boogeyman now, yeah. If at some point your kids, well, I should say, when at some when, point your yeah. kids realize that the boogeyman isn't real mm-hmm. and they were never going to come and, and it was all a hoax, you have your credibility for how much they're going to believe you from that point on mm-hmm. on the line, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a really big piece for a child who has... You know, maybe they had some real emotions and, and some guilt and some shame and some fear and, oh my gosh, am, is he really going to come and get me mm-hmm. type piece? And however that was impacting the child is now how it's going to impact your relationship and their trusting of what you say and what you do in some more formative years where you really need to have that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think like if there's a parent who wants to use the boogeyman as a tool, like, I feel like 
the things that we generally talk about, or I can think of so many alternatives to get to the same result because it's like, okay, well, you need to be nice to your sister, right? That's, that's the thing that you're telling your child that you want them to do. And you could theoretically follow it up with, and if you don't, the boogeyman will get you. But it's like, there's so many alternatives that you could mm-hmm. plug in for that of like, well, be nice to your sister, no TV for a week. Like, I think a kid's going to find that yeah. equally scary. And, and so, and that's where I always went with my kids. Um, because, you know, what happens, you know, if something does happen to that child? I mean, just something in life. Um, they get in a car wreck. They get in, you know, some medical condition happens. They get cancer. Now, does the sister also think that the boogeyman got them? Because oh, so, nice to them? Some, something you bad know, happened. Therefore, it was cause and effect. Yep, it's mm-hmm. a cause and effect. You know, it's pull into your house um, different types of toys, different types of privileges, different types of activities. That way you have things that your kids enjoy and you have currency to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, if you we don't hit in this house and therefore you need to go spend some time in, in timeout and mm-hmm. think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, why did you go to timeout? Because I hit my sister. Mm-hmm. What do we not do? We don't hit. Okay, let's mm-hmm. go back and play. You know, verse, if you hit your sister again, the boogeyman will come and get you around Christmas. Well, that seems like that's almost kind of what I'm thinking about it is like, don't make threats or promises that you can't follow through on to your children. Right. Don't tell your child if you eat all your vegetables or going to Disneyland and then don't follow through on it. Right. And so this almost seems like it just it very directly in falls scene. into there of like, yeah. if you're not nice to your sister, the boogeyman will get you. And it's like, well, that's you're calling upon this fictional supernatural like that's just rolling dice. That sounds that sounds uh, hazardous. Yeah, I've had uh, clients who, you know, their parents said, "Look, if you get all A's, you know, in in your classes, we'll take you to Disneyland." Mm-hmm. And those that they said, "If you get all A's, we'll buy you a pony." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Neither mm-hmm. of which happened. But the kids followed through on but their the end. Kids mm-hmm. followed through, and they did get A's, and they were mm-hmm. looking forward to Disneyland, or and a they pony. were looking forward to a pony. And mm-hmm. now your credibility is on the line. That's that's the takeaway. That's the is huge part. Interact with your kids in a mm-hmm. trustworthy manner because if you utilize these other things that feel like they have a lot of power behind them, but like Santa Claus or the boogeyman or a pony. Short term. Sure. It's sure. very short term. Yeah. Um, and honestly, you, you know, it does take more involvement and it is a bigger battle to say, listen, you just lost your Xbox for a week for Mm -hmm. hitting your sister. Um, And you have to be on top of that and you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. But in the long run, it will be a much better route uh, to being able to parent and mold their behavior than using Krampus or the boogeyman. So bottom line, uh, boogeyman parenting, using the boogeyman, should it be a parenting tool or would it be better just to skip it all together? you had to take one or the other. Well, we, we would suggest truthful consequences and statements to your children. Um, so there is... So yeah, no based on the impact yeah. of what it can do to a child's trusting relationship mm-hmm. to you. That's the yep. risk. Yep. That's your risk. And I have always shied away from that because I didn't want to put that on the line. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, if you uh, enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear... 
uh, some more, definitely make sure to like and subscribe. And then check out our website at empoweringchoices.parenting or download our app uh, by searching Empowering Choices Parenting in the App Store. And we'll see you on the next episode. Or else the boogeyman will get you.